This episode and all episodes of The Social Drinkers is brought to you by the daughters of Robin and Tanya. Hashtag self-funded. Let's start the show. And this is TK. And we're the, the social, social drinkers. sold his house okay and he's gonna be gone in a month <laughs> that was pretty fast yes and i can walk around freely without being harassed i waved at him when i pulled into the driveway but i don't he think he outside. he was leaving to oh. go somewhere. he looks like a wild man yeah with all the hair and the beard i'm not used to it um but i don't think he recognized me so he just was like i don't know who you are right he probably thinks you're my lesbian lover probably you know, it's like, it's so funny to me because it's like, I lived here for like two years with without my then boyfriend living here or being here and he yeah. never talked to me. As soon as he moved in, he talked a lot. Um, like his wife would wave and stuff. Yeah. Like I was friendly, but I just was yeah, like, I ain't got no time to talk. I talked to the other neighbor yeah, um, and his wife, but you know, they moved, but um, yeah, that man never spoke to me, right. <laughs> which I was fine with. Um, he asked me the other day how my love life was going again. No, no. If I'm seeing anyone, and I said yes, I'm talking to someone. Not, but he don't even know. What do you need to know for? Yeah. And then you know. he started this. Oh well, maybe we can exchange numbers and continue to talk as friends, though. Because <laughs> you know, you because keep coming on to him. We've been having this long affair going since I moved in. It's unrequited. You know, strangers in the night. Two ships. <laughs> All that. Mm. Well, and then who, you you know, you have a whole new neighbor. and it's some guy and his dad that are going to be moving in next A guy time. and his dad? Yeah. How old is the guy? I don't know. I, I didn't ask him any we'll questions. find out. Um, he probably told him, like, there's some single possibly lesbian girl <laughs> you may be able to get it you may not I you know I, I mean I'm married so I don't I, uh, she, I mean she's tried with me many a times and I had to turn her down but she's a nice girl she's a nice girl if know? I was single <laughs> no no sir absolutely not oh god not even in my most desperate days no no but I'm also not a person one that looks at married men because for what right um because i feel like if your marriage ain't working out where um you're not getting what you need one what are you contributing to that problem and why do i want to deal with it that's a very good question i don't want someone else's headache no oh, god no like okay I'm going to segue this into Deadly Women because I watched that the other day. Right. You know, it's one of my faves. And it was this woman, she was like in her 40s, single mom, decided to get back out into dating, met some guy at the bar, 
um, like a the internet date, right. whatever. They met at the bar. They started dating or whatever. And next thing you know, like a few months down the line, he moves in with her. He has no job. Mm. And she comes home, and there's some woman walking around naked. So apparently he's like, you know, we have an open relationship. And then the girl's the girl who's naked is like, oh, congratulations. I heard you guys are engaged. And it's just like, Rrr? does homegirl know y'all in a? Because she act like she didn't know right. that y'all was in this open relationship. And, you know, he also has, like, a child with his ex-wife. And his ex-wife comes, drop off the kid, and is like, hey, so I haven't gotten any checks from you um, for child support. And he's like, get off my back. And it's this whole thing to make her look at this terrible person. Gaslighting. Right. And he refused to get a job, so he didn't have to pay. So he basically talks to this this new woman in his life and basically convinces her that that woman's the you know his ex wife's out to get him and all sort of stuff, and she's like, well, we just have to like make her life a living hell. Which they tried to get her fired. They tried to do get the child their child taken away from her, and she works for CPS, right, or whatever. So she really doesn't have yeah. money. Yeah. So um, anyway, long story short. They kill her, the ex-wife, leave her for the son to find. And then when they get arrested, because of course, um, homeboy's like, oh, uh, it wasn't me. I, I recorded our conversation. She's a stone cold killer. And they're like, but why would she, if you didn't, right. so you both going to jail. Right. So there they go, off to jail. I'm just like, I saw this. you saw this man is trash and right. you took him in. Okay. Like, all the signs were there and you continued. I don't... I, don't. I learned my lesson about um, being digmatized one time um, with trash men. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm good. Yeah, but it's that whole thing of, like, you saw them in that whole other relationship and how badly they treated that person. Yeah. And you were like, yes, give me some of that. I can change them. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's the, they'll be different when with they're in me. a relationship with me. And I don't need that. No, they won't. No. No. They won't. They won't. So this is a PSA to all my ladies and men out there. Right. They ain't gonna change. Um, rappers. Um, so... Yeah, you know, I saw an article that Nick Cannon's like, I'm not purposely <laughs> going out here and impregnating women, but they all know what they're in for when they get with me. So his firm is just so strong at Buster, whatever condom or birth control. You know, he ain't using. Them. I know that's what I'm and saying. And neither are they. Exactly. So I'm just, but nothing in in my mind is like, you know what I want to do? Get pregnant by but Nick, Nick Cannon. Cannon. Nothing. It's not. It's never been on my to do mm-hmm. list. Um, I never found Nick Cannon attractive. He was always just doofy, and now he's just doofy with money. Yeah, and, and nice turbans. Not even. Sometimes. Occasionally, but no. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> them look like them, uh, you the know. The granny turbans. No, well, they, you know. They when look you like order, granny turbans. When you order turbans on, like, Amazon, and you look at the picture, you're like, oh, those are cute. Yeah. So you order them, then you get them, and you're like. They're wish turbans. They're so bad. <laughs> I ordered a pack of, and I knew I knew what I was expecting because it was like a pack of yeah. turbans but like when they came in I was like they're even worse than what I thought they a, were going to be those. yeah I was like you need something from from my nice personal thing big. 
Well, it just needs to have some sort of structure to it, yeah, you know? True. And these were just so floppy that it's just like, so I should just walk out with my do-rag on. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's because I just, a I'm not, I'm not a person that's like a bonnet. Like, I don't sleep in a bonnet, yeah. so it's not in me to like walk out in a bonnet. So, you know, it's like, well, I'm going to get like, the turbans are more like my style, yeah. but trying to find nice ones is... I, I can find cute ones for my kids. But I can't seem to find cute ones for, like, grown-ups. And it was literally a cap with cleats. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? I was like, this is what they gave White can- refrigerators. Cancer patients? Because they have nice ones. They they deserve to lining? have cute. That's what I'm saying. They deserve to have cute ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching this show last year called Unorthodox. I think I mentioned it on the show last year. Yeah. And... The mother, because you know they typically wear oh, wigs yes. or he- some sort of you head covering, this. and the mother had the or grandmother had these grandmother. turbans, it was the and I was like, "Where can I get the turbans?" It was the grandmother, I remember. Oh, they were like nice mm, suede or velvet, like they just had like some. Oh, and then she would put like a little brooch, yeah, you know, a little brooch action. And I was here for it, but. Um, one of my friends mentioned some show called The Unorthodox Life. And I was like, all right, I'm going to It's a reality it show it on is. Netflix, right? Yes. I started watching one episode before she mentioned it. And I was like, I need to turn this off before I get sucked into it. I watched two and a half episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't think I need to see any more. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, because it just was like annoying to me. It gave me very, um, Okay. You remember when that one Jonas brother that no one really cares for, Kevin? Kevin. Yeah. Was it, did they all have a reality show or was it just It was Kevin and his wife. Yes. Okay. So it gave me like vibes of that. I never saw it. Okay. Uh, With, (laughs) what's that show with the nail people on TLC? Never saw it. Never mind then. (laughs) I know of these shows, but I've never, I've never seen them, but... Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I think it's the still acknowledging the fact, right, that the reason you still are now here is because you are a white woman. Mm -hmm. And the lack of that is annoying, but also her trying to sound like, I'm trying to change things. I'm trying to like change it from within. I'm trying to get rid of the creepy old men in modeling. I'm trying to change, but yet all of your models mm-hmm. are all still pencil thin. I don't see any with any sort of, unless you're doing um, shapewear. Yeah. And then you're like, well, let me get like a 10 or a 12 in there for shapewear. But like outside of that, modeling your clothes. Yeah. You know, um, I give props to anybody who can or feel like they need to escape any sort of lifestyle that they find constrictive um, and doesn't empower women. If you're happy there, kudos to you, too. Right. Because you found your happy place. It's going to be different for everybody. It's different for everybody. But she felt like she needed to escape, which I'm like, so... I'm just trying to figure out the relationship you have with your ex-husband because you left. Like you just, you had a a whole job on the low, saving money. Mm -hmm. Your oldest daughter got married and then you just peaced out. And you still rolling up into the, 
area, Muncie. Uh, I'm not even sure where that is. I don't know if that's New York or New it Jersey. New Jersey vibes. But you're rolling up in there, going to the Orthodox stores with your legs out and everything, mm-hmm. and your ridiculously high heels. And it's just like, I understood where her daughter was coming from. It's like, ah, I'm a cover up because I want to be respectful. Respectful. It, I mean, even if you don't agree with it to a certain extent, it's just being respectful. You because have, of other people's cultures in that yes, area, it is a, it is a, and that's what it is. It's a culture. Yeah. Um, let me clean it up some because we are in the South. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to think that I'll be walking around with a Confederate flag. Oh, that's not culture. Exactly. <laughs> that's not culture. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but no. that. Yes. Yes. Is. You know. Um. But it was funny to me because it's like, for y'all to have been and grown up in that culture, mm-hmm. you've been out of it not that long. The f bombs flying everywhere, the drinking, I yeah, yeah, and, on to all and of it's that. like the the oldest, but Shava, I mm-hmm. love that name, um, wouldn't make any sense, right? <laughs> you know. But I love that name, right? And. Um, I would name my kid that to troll my parents. But I'm also a troll. Yeah. So, um, her husband, her and her husband, they're 26, so they're babies. Yeah. And she wanted to wear pants. And he was, like, so upset with her wearing pants, but yet a crop top... Is okay. And short skirts are fine. Or... They went to a park to work out, I guess, or were coming back from the gym. I'm not sure. And she just had on leggings and a sports bra. Right. That's fine. But uh, but pants. I wonder if it's the idea of femininity. It's the idea. Well, the thing behind it is wearing pants will attract attention from men. And basically, women are there to dull themselves as order not to attract mm. attention from men. Yeah, then it and this, this which is so funny because I then I'm now segueing into something else that I watched this weekend. Uh, music box. So it was about Woodstock 99. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen it, but it's on my list. Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> I was 17 and all I, I remember seeing bits of Woodstock 99. Yeah. I was like, I would have no interest because even at 17, I was like a music festival. Gross. Um, I also didn't camp. So camping and then you can't control anything. Porta potties. Right up my There's no showers. It's a whole thing. I was just not. Shower things would have been a no-go. Okay. So I'm going to get there. So it's not. But no. I know and also people at 17. That. Yes. At 17, my mom was also not letting me go. Right. So, um, I remember Woodstock 94, and it was very much like, you know, basically Lilith Fair. And Woodstock 99, the vibe, though, was different. And it's like, I look back, like, of course, I didn't know, I didn't think to look at the lineup. But if I look at the lineup now, bitch, I was never going. Because it's, okay, well, your boy DMX was there, which is a whole nother thing. But DMX was there, R.I.P. Limp Biscuit. I would have gone. Metallica. I would have gone. Um, Rage Against the Machine. I would have gone. No, it's the, they're all together. And think about your demographic. White men, Ooh. 22 to 24 years old. Yeah. To like the five women that are there. Yeah. So watching that was interesting. And of course, you know, 
that was the time of Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. It was super popular, whole lot of flash and tits and everything else. And it's like, I remember a friend of mine in college actually had a Girls Gone Wild tape. And I and so we were like, all right, seeing the commercials, is it all just because he never hadn't opened it yet? Right. I was like, I'm just curious. Is it all like tits flashing? Right. It is not. It is porn. Oh. It's a lot of gangbangs. It's a lot of totally (laughs) undersold. It's a lot of drunk, sorry, white women, basically who were like getting all over, and basically assault. Like I can't in my mind that's assault because I don't think that they're conscious conscious enough or have the wherewithal to understand that. They're getting like banged up by like seven guys while other guys are just jacking off all over them. So like it's crazy. We're going to see commercials if you yes were in a girls gone wild, video, which maybe they don't even you... remember. And you got some fucking beads. I saw one video, one part, and I'm, it stuck with me because I was just like, this is not. They were both so drunk. These two girls, they were friends. Yeah, one ate the other one out. No, Mm-mm. and you could see, you could see. You could see. Don't say a tampon string. Yes, ma'am. And I was like, see? And even the guys I was with, they're college guys. They were like, nah, Nah, man. This is not, like, the guy who bought it was like, I really just thought. It was flashing tits. It was like tits, maybe some blown jobs or something. But like, he's like, what's that? He was like, this is. Oh, he's like I. And you know I'm not approved, but that's and, and, that's, and I was like, porn is porn is yeah, porn. Like, like I've seen it, yeah, and co- especially in college. But like we were all, but and I and, think, and the guys I hung out with are typical horny college right. dudes, and they but were. I think when you go in there thinking that it's one thing, and then it's like, ooh, no, that's yeah. not. <laughs> wow. Mm, yeah. And then your moral compass is like, this is not. It's not right. right. Something is not right because these girls probably don't even know what's happening to them and people are recording it for entertainment and... Right. So they get into like how bad everything was, da 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 And then they interview the guy who was like a prom- the promo- one of the promoters. And he was like, you know, I mostly like for the assaults that occurred. Yeah. Because there was a woman. She left because she's like the environment. It was getting... It was too, like, so it would be Lint Biscuit, Kid Rock, Alanis Morissette. Like, it didn't make sense, sense right? And she's like, I just got the feeling like it was going to get worse. Yeah. So I left because they, although they had showers, right, they were connected and separated by, like, a tarp. So men were going in there and peeking in at the women. It was not a safe space. Um, if you, a lot of That's women were sexually assaulted in their sleep because they were sleeping Steve. in tents, um, some, and she was like, she put up a website and put that out there for people to come. And she, the ridiculous amount of responses, one woman was asleep and woke up to a guy inserting a bottle into her vagina. Um, and it's like, there was no one for them to report this to because the security it? just basically wanted free passes so they weren't doing anything right. except using their free passes to get girls. And a lot of women were walking around topless, but it that's is up. No, but no, but this is, that's exactly what I'm saying. 
they felt like they could be comfortable in a Woodstock-esque environment to walk around topless without feeling like they were going to get accosted. Unfortunately, it is also the point that you're going into this environment. That is not Woodstock. Yeah. That's the reality because it's 1999 and the amount of men there way and far outnumber you. Yeah. So that is not a safe space. It's not even a safe space, honestly, to be clothed. The mindset of... This Woodstock versus the Woodstock we've heard about. Not even. Not the same. You know, um, and so the guy was like, well, I blame the women who are just walking around. Um, and I was like, that's not how this works. It's not. So, and so, like, and there was a journalist who was right after him and was like, so women are at fault for just walking around. No. You know, there were women who were crowd surfing and their clothes were being ripped off from right. them. And the lead singer from Offspring was like, no, guys, they want to crowd surf. Let them move them along. Let them crowd surf. Right. We're not we're groping. Not we're not doing this. And he, he said, now, um, ladies, if a dude is crowd surfing, grab him by the balls and punch him in the dick. Like, I mean, <laughs> right. But this was. One woman reported she was raped in front of the stage while the band performed and no one did anything, which does not shock me at all. It doesn't. It doesn't. But this is, this is, exactly. But it's the fact that he was like, the producer, the promoter was just like, oh, well, you know, I think most people had fun. Um, There were just a couple of knuckleheads and Fred Durst just got the crowd riled up and told them to break shit. And it's like, so it's Fred Durst's fault? I don't think so. Couple, like, one guy, he died because of hypothermia, because it was 100-something degrees, because it was at an Air Force, an old Air Force yeah. base. So with all the people and the temperature from the asphalt, it was like 115 out there. Yeah. And water cost $4. And you probably couldn't bring any in. Couldn't bring in any water. Couldn't bring any outside food. Beer was also $4. So what do you think people bought? And although they were like, well, we got areas where you could fill up your water bottles, right? People were taking baths in there. I was going to say, was it really clean, though? Right. So at some point, a pipe burst and what people thought was mud was actually shit that they were rolling around in and throwing. And it was just like the stench alone. Well, at least they got their weekly bath in. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. Lord. Okay, well, I'm going to jump into this beer that we're drinking because it kind of is like a sweet and sour situation. This is a, a sweet and sour pomegranate IPA by Untitled Art. I really um, like them. Yeah, they do some, and they do like really nice, uh, pretty cans. Like, yeah. I'm sure you're probably going to plant something in here. Oh, I didn't think about that. I was going to just uh, take the sticker and put it on my fridge. Oh, that works too. Yeah. Um. So this Actually, is, no, I don't think it's the kind I that think I can this take the sticker. sticker. Yep, so I'll plant something. Yeah. So this is a kettle sour IPA uh, brewed with pomegranate, orange, apple, and pineapple juice. Um, So this is pretty cool. I like that they actually say, like, who did the artwork for um, the label. They give credit. Unlike some people. (laughs) Mm. It's really weird. 
No, I mean, it's good, but it's yeah. like, it reads sour to me, not IPA. Yeah. You know? It's more and it's also viscous. Like, it's mm-hmm. coating. So, it is, it's definitely that kettle sour. Yeah. You know, the fruited sour. But it's good. I'm not mad at it. You know what this means? What? Champagne. I was just thinking. I feel like it's very along it's the very lines mimosa. of like mimosa. It's very mimosa y. Yes, it's giving mimosa vibes. It's yeah. giving brunch, you know. So um, I'm, I'm down for it. If you want a good breakfast sour. Yeah, I feel like I could drink that for breakfast. Yeah. This is this is a yeah. this is a brunch. Guys, we're doing brunch. We're having um beer mosas. Yes. That's exactly what it is. Yes. It's a beer mosa. It's a beer mosa. It's giving beer mosa vibes. Um, speaking of Fred Durst. <laughs> okay. I really like his dude. Why? I uh, don't know why. Looks, I don't. He looks like a creep. I mean, he always looks like a creep. He does. But I like this better on him. You know, watching him perform at Woodstock 99. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, like literally all those dudes out there are Fred Durst in the sense where they're basically and that's the thing they're all just regular regular dudes and this was funny because the promoter blamed how bad Woodstock 99 looked to viewers and the media because of MTV and blamed it mostly on Kurt Loder and that he was making it out to be this thing that it wasn't I was like you weren't there, homeboy. You were in a tent. And it was anytime any, because they would do press conferences every day, anytime somebody asked him a question, he got mad and like hostile and but didn't answer the question. It's giving Brock Turner vibes. It is. Um, it, that was basically the entire audience of people. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, I, you know, watching him perform and looking out, I was like, this is exactly who I recall was like, hardcore into Limp Biscuit. Like I had an Limp Biscuit album because that break shit song was my shit. I love that album because whenever I was pissed off. Yes. Like it was the perfect song for me when you get out whatever aggression you needed to get out. Or when I was going to like track Yeah. I was gonna compete. Like it was you my amp up music. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? Like, uh, yeah. Yes, I um, was here. I'm not even mad at the at the fake cover. You know what? Okay, I wasn't mad at that. Mm. I wasn't actually mad at Behind Blue Eyes either. Yeah. Like, they had some bops. I give them their credit, but Fred Durst was an asshole. Oh, completely. Complete <laughs> trash. It's so funny to me because, like, the... The whole Christina Aguilera Yes, Wes. He is super cool. He had a home show on HGTV where he bought a house, Sight Unseen, which I think was the name of the show, yeah. and gutted it. And basically it was like a McMansion like that he bought for like five bucks in like Detroit or something. <laughs> Just where can I buy a McMansion? But he was like, you probably can still get one in Detroit for about $9,999,000. But you'd have to live in Detroit. There's actually a an Instagram called Cheap Old Houses, and it's a lot of like McMansions and stuff. But they're in like parts of the country you don't want to live, live in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, he. I met him once. 
in the crazy makeup and everything. Is he hot in person? I feel like he's... I mean, he was a nice guy. He had the makeup on. Oh. But he was very nice. And that's the whole thing. It's like, watching the mosh pit, it brought back a lot of memories from, like, my college days and, like, how I went to a lot of rock concerts. I was not a festival person. I think I went to two. No. Because I did go to warp tour Mm -hmm. several times but i always had a v i always had a backstage pass so i never had to be with the regular people um he's still pretty hot (laughs) um but he looks like your type yeah he could get it of course um (laughs) (laughs) unless i find out he's like chet hanks which i don't we will get we'll get to that um but Anyway, I was telling my husband about my experience in the mosh pit and how it was definitely different for me as a black woman being Mm -hmm. in there because, one, it's almost like you don't belong here. Yep. Um, On just the level that you're black. And then, since I'm also a woman, right, it's the allure, but also, like, you don't fit in with the rest of these little rock chicks that are here. So I would get to shows early. Yep. And I, because I like to be up front, knowing the fact that the mosh pit's going to be behind me. So I like to have a couple of row, rows of buffer. So I'm usually up at the gate. Like, so I'm in the front front. Right. And I went to a System of a Down show. I was at the oh, front front. Yes, same. And there was like two girls next to me. Um, one was black and one was Asian and we didn't know each other, but we were like, this is it. We're going to do it right here. Minorities unite. Cause I was with a bunch of guys and they wanted to be in the mosh pit. And I was like, y'all can have it. Right. Cause I'm right here. And the next thing I knew, those girls were gone. I looked over, there was some white dude next to me and he was like, you got to move. And I was like, I no, Cause this is my spot. And right. he's like, no, you got to move. Cause she's trying to get up here. And I was like, I don't give a fuck who she is. I was here first. I don't understand what people don't get. Like, you want to fight me in the middle of the show. The, that, and that's my thing. People got the fucking audacity. Wait, and he thought I was just going to back down. Like, the fuck, bitch? So he starts punching me, like, in my face. Like, on the side of my head. Like, just body blows. And the little girl's like, get her, yeah, because I'm trying to get it. Like, trying oh, to get up front. Bitch. Both y'all get And to the credit of Serge Tankian, he stopped. He looked down and he was like, what the? No, we're not doing it. He called security over and security's like trying to get me out. And like, I'm still fighting this dude off of me because the crowd's still going because the music's going. He's just not singing. And so I'm now facing towards the crowd as they're pulling me out because, you know, you got to get a leverage to get out of that. And as I'm coming out. He's like, yeah, get that black bitch out of here. And I literally, I was going to do it anyway, but I pulled my foot back like a fucking kangaroo, fired on him in his face, and twisted my foot, broke his nose. It was just blood flying. And I just kept kicking him in the face. And he had to be taken out and sent away. Well. So he missed the show. And guess who got a backstage pass, bitch? Me. I guess. Me, your girl got to see tried that theory at his earliest convenience <laughs> and fucked around and found out. He did. Out. He found out. He found out. You don't know. I'm at the 
same rock show as you. You don't think I got no pent up aggression bullshit? Right. You don't think I've been through some shit in my yes, life? You don't. Hello, have you seen me? It's the <laughs> I'm not right. It's the I'm not a small little dainty rock girl, so I shouldn't. And I'm black and I don't belong. Right. That you don't know. So this is me on stage we rock hard in a comfortable ass chair with my little lanyard and up and some. <laughs> It was a pack of peas on my face. <laughs> Girl, I texted my friends who weren't going to get it until after. I was like, hey. <laughs> I had somebody take a picture of me with my little digital camera because yeah. there weren't cameras and phones back then. So like three weeks later when I got the pictures. <laughs> after you dropped them off to be developed. Yeah, <laughs> we developed. Yes. Um, but yeah, my friends were looking for me that like after everybody cleared out and I was like, hey guys. I'm at Pierre. I meet you outside. And I didn't tell him the whole story, but like my face was swollen up. But this guy was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave and let him right. enjoy the show. Cause I was like, no. Cause that's what I was you being, were there first. Right. And that's how I was being and pulled you know, out. Right. I said to the security guards, I was like, it's really not fair. I didn't do anything wrong. He's like, we're gonna take care of you. It's gonna be fine. And I was like, what do you mean take care of me? And he was like, they told us to give you this. And I was like, oh. <laughs> look at God. I'm saying sometimes being the like one of five black girls at a show pays off. It really does sometimes. Cause I've been backstage so many times. I use my oppression uh, privilege. <laughs> Cause it's, it's, it's a novelty, but it's also like, it's a novelty, but a lot, like a lot of the bands that I listen to are, have some sort of ethnicities running through them. So it's just like, Oh, he wins. I forget he'd be half black. Right. I do too. And then I'm like, I think about that sometimes. I was thinking about that yesterday because I was listening to Fallout Boy and I was like, so Ashley really do like them black men, huh? Half black. I know. <laughs> Get it? Get it right. I mean, he's black. But I mean, he, he doesn't he, look right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. But. No, he is definitely white passing because yeah. girl, I had no idea. No idea. I think I found that out like three years ago. Because it's his dad, right? His dad, of course. Yeah. He was like, my dad's Jamaican. I was like, Psh. Jamaican where, sir? Like he wanted white Jamaicans? Right. Because when I see white people from the islands talking, it's like my brain does not compute. Register. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, am I hostile or, oh yeah. Colonization. Yeah. <laughs> And there was some person on TikTok who was like, colonization isn't a thing anymore. Like, bitch, you, you right. stray lion. You because stray I lion. Because I just pulled up a picture of him and I'm like, I still don't. I still don't. Let me say. no lips. None of his kids are brown either. Wow, he looks straight white. Yeah, like, he like looks white. White. Nothing. Let me pull up his dad. I thought, like, pull up his dad. Maybe his dad's, like, light skin. Maybe his dad's, like, Sean Paul. Just give me that eye. <laughs> Because Sean Paul is like... No, it's his mom. His what? mom. What? His oh, mom. Oh, okay. His mom light skin. His mom light skin Jamaican. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> You're like, enhance. Enhance. He looks like his daddy. Oh, yeah. His mom light skin Jamaican. Yeah. Okay. That's why. Like his daddy not like his mama not like Hussein Bolt or something like that. Right. She's not brown brown. But I mean she's still brown, but she's not. Dark brown. Yeah. Right. So I was really thinking about my aunt since we're talking about this and genealogy and genetics and DNA. So I was thinking about this. 
I'm really curious. I cannot wait to test my kids' DNA. Because I want to see... The caucus in them. They do. But I am... um, He's a tiny man. Yeah. I am 20% Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. Yeah, he's very short. Sorry, I'm focused now. Mm -hmm. 20%. Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and Mm -hmm. then I am 3% Germanic Europe. So, bitch, I'm 23% white, right? Right. So, my husband, who's 100%. Like, what kind of white is he? He is mostly Ireland and Scotland. Mm -hmm. And then there's... I'm not shocked by that. No. Then there's, like, I think a little bit of Romanian, the Caucasus Mountains. Yes. And um, I want to say, like, Swedish or something. No black. No. He's really upset about it. It's funny because (laughs) I picture him being, like, Robert Downey Robert Downey Jr. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Wanting to have a little bit of black in him. He does. He's like, I'm being so disappointed. He was like, I don't know why this didn't pick up the Ganyan. So, <laughs> like, mm. like that's that's how I imagine. Well, he was. and that, same with me. Like, okay, so my uncle is my mother's half brother. So they right. have the same mother. And so I had to have when I got pregnant the first time, I had to have um, they run a whole serious blood panel when you're old. And just to see if there's any blood disorders or things that they need to know and the doctor came back and was like who in your family is asian and i'm like because she's like i don't you know she was nicely it was like i don't see it so i just was curious <laughs> she, she knows and i was like asian why is she like Nicki minaj she explained about this blood group that i fall into and um it's basically from india mm-hmm. and i was like i mean I don't know nobody in my family. Right. So, come to find out, it's from my grandmother's side. Because my uncle, he actually, it shows up in his ancestry of um, East India. Hmm. Whereas, it's so diluted, it doesn't appear genetically. But yeah. still, clearly, it's, in the bloodline, it's there. Yeah. So, it's very fascinating. There's and, traces. Right. So, I'm just like... How white are my kids, actually? (laughs) Because, you know, if you go off, like, well, 50, you know, it's it's not that simple. Right. Because as black people, as as black people in America, we're not 100% African, quote unquote, or from an African country. A lot lot of us us are not. There's some people who are, and they like to make it a point. I feel like that was the turning point for them. Yeah. (laughs) When they got them results back. Well, and she was like, bitch, I'm 100% African, and she thinks she's blacker than everyone else. You have it. I mean, that's fine. I, I like having, um, I mean, you, stink, you still can't go back there and trace your roots back and nothing right. like that. You still. I, I, I just thought about that. Yeah. I feel like that was the turning point. But you you still don't hit a wall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes no difference. So. I actually don't mind. I like We're the melting black. pot because it's so interesting to me. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the world sees us as black. It don't you're right. It don't matter. I could walk around all day but like I'm twenty three percent. And people will be like, fuck you twenty three percent. Ooh, okay. This also takes me back to Woodstock ninety nine. <laughs> Sorry. There was a, a white guy who was there and he's like, you know, I think about I think back to that. And he's like, we set 
half that place on fire, which they did. They said, I remember that. I remember that too. Cause I remember watching that on MTV news. Like, I remember that. What the fuck? I, was like, <laughs> I will never go to a music festival. And look, look at you. Now I'm like crying because I can't go to, but one. I looked, I was literally getting hives watching the amount of people. It was like three to 400,000 people there. And um, he's like, you know, three to four thousand, three hundred, three hundred to four hundred. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, Lollapalooza had three hundred eight thousand. Yeah, this has about four hundred thousand yeah. people. Um, gross. And right. so they set fires to everything, and they were saying how they called in the National Guard. The National Guard was basically like, just you know, keep moving on, and all this other stuff. And the guy was like, you know, I look back at that, and I was like, that couldn't happen in 2021 at a hip-hop show black people set fire to anything it would have ended um what do you say tragically differently and he's like and that is my realization of what white privilege mm-hmm. actually is and i'm like yeah we wouldn't have even got to set it no god no first of all the police would have already been there on they site. would have been there on site on off site. the rip they would have been like well we can't have all these negroes in <laughs> no it wouldn't have happened. With their hippity hoppity hip hop. Rome, New York? Oh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> and like, so DMX performed and whatever song he... Was it DMX's fault that she no. got lit on fire? No, because he was early on. He was Friday. He was like right when the festival started. He's like, I'm going to just go ahead and... But he was out there and he had a song that's a call and repeat. And the repeat is my N-word. Mm-hmm. And you could just hear it. They White people and drove saying it and they interviewed a black guy and he was like how would you feel you go you're a black person I would be like, you go to a festival with your white friends and they're like oh we're not even you know we're all everybody's cool or whatever DMX come out and he's like da 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 and they just like mod 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 and you're looking at them like but we're, we're still cool right are we though I would be like that Spongebob meme meme I, I'm going to head out. It ain't safe for me. It ain't. It ain't. I'm going to just go ahead and eat this little bit of money that I spent on this festival. it's already gone. No. It's already gone. Nope. You know? It's like I see festivals still. And it's like, y'all still doing them? Mm-hmm. But, you know, they require your vac- Trash. Sorry. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. your vaccine card Mm-mm. or a negative COVID test. They're trying to tell me that Lollapalooza ain't had no COVID coming I out believe, of I do not believe that. Sorry. Um, maybe not everyone got tested. They probably didn't. Um, maybe A lot of them just, people also aren't... They don't live in Chicago. That. And they're probably not disclosing that they were there. Definitely not. Because they probably don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> Thank you. But... I would be embarrassed. Embarrassed. <laughs> Same with Rolling Loud. You gonna tell me? That's why Florida, Florida. Girl. Ain't got nothing to do with immigrants. Now that is Florida. Florida. I find it funny that Florida and Texas out here asking for help. Like you asking for help. But you still don't want to do it. But you don't want to do anything? Still. Still. But your kids get to go to private school and the private schools require masks. masks. Make it make sense. Get the fuck out of here. So, um, don't worry. I've already spoken to Lucifer and he has a couple of seats saved for them i i would imagine mm-hmm. i mean we all actually much said, anyway. said my place is too good for them <laughs> oh. 
So where are they going? I don't know. <laughs> okay. He couldn't tell me. I he just, said I'm not privy to that since. And know, that's cool, you know. Since you know, I'm not. Yeah, you know, we're at the like upper regions, you yeah. know. You know, <laughs> we're not in the deep. No. You know, you know the the ones you get for being petty and mocking people, yeah. laughing at stuff that you probably shouldn't laugh at, yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Our our Helen's being nice to people, yeah, which is like woo. So it's kind of like that's difficult. For it's me. like you can see heaven, and God's like, you still trying to be petty though, <laughs> right? You like learned, if you, you haven't learned like, your lesson like, though. It's like that. It's like that layer where you're there, but you can get out on good behavior, mm-hmm. and I ain't getting out. <laughs> No day pass. No. I, I just... I like to troll people and be petty. You know, I, I've done really well. You know, I've calmed down. I'm not, like, online as much. Oh, I'm not trolling people like that. But it was so fun it last was. year. It really was. Every it was time like, I <sighs> A release. I think about it, and then I, I was like, I can't because I have to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> For a while, I was up to, like, 3 a.m. and I still, was like, under the covers. <laughs> like... Even though I lived by myself under the covers, like someone was going to walk in and catch me on my phone, replying to comments, sending, like, posting pictures of historically black Jesus on there to, like, racist people just to get Uh, around. I'd be like, I'll pray for you and put black Jesus on there. How dare you? God. That was my favorite. That was my absolute favorite. It was pissed. Black Jesus. That's why you couldn't save no pictures on your phone. You couldn't take no pictures on your phone. You had too many memes. <laughs> my phone is too full of memes to take pictures. Really I'm sorry. Is. I actually need to do a digital detox. <laughs> so. Too many memes. Oh, I mean, it's not like I'm going to a concert anytime soon. I mm. have to take pictures. Well, your boy said he's going to try and go out on tour. Who? Chad Hanks. It's just the flu. Colin, come get your brother. <laughs> he don't claim it. <laughs> None of except for his mama. I blame I blame Rita. Like I really do. Like she don't. You could tell he was coddled in a native <laughs> He had a baby. She was like, now Chester. First of all, she ruined him by calling him that. That, that just doomed. ruined his it whole life. Doomed. His whole life is ruined because you named What's him sister's Chester. Name? Do they all have C names? And why is it C? I don't know that I don't know her name because you know like my name starts with a T yeah and that's because my mom mm-hmm. my middle brother's name starts with an R and that's because my dad and then my youngest brother's name starts with a B and that's because my grandma whose name isn't even really her name that we found <laughs> out but that's a whole nother story Elizabeth Ann okay so no she doesn't have a C name mm-hmm. but she got a different mama right no Oh. Colin has a different mom. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Who's the oldest? Colin. Who's, what's his mom look like? I got so many questions. Like, also, I want to know what Tom Hanks did in a prior life to deserve this. Like, does he have skeletons in his closet? That's his mom. Oh, yeah, I can see him. Yeah, that's his mom. I can see him. Um, I I just refuse to believe that, you know what it is? Oh, no. Colin and Elizabeth have the same mom. Have the same mom. And those two are fine. So it's Rita's blood. I blame Rita. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with Tom. 
Tom, I'm so sorry. Had you known you was making a baby with the devil, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have done it. She looked like her dad. She looked just like... I thought Colin looked like she him. She looks a lot like her dad, too. She looks... And All you have to Shet. do is dye her hair and then there's and cut Shet. it off. And that is Tom. And then there's Chet. I refuse to call him that. I'm going to call him Chester. He is Chester Marlin. I, I was about to say, what is his middle name? Because he's about to get addressed by his full government name, Chester Marlin. And you know what? <clears throat> Culture vulture... Um, <laughs> you was here with it for a minute. You know what? And I, I slipped into a dark place, the mm-hmm. sunken place, for a minute, and then I had to, I had to remember, I wasn't here for the patois. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and let's be real, I was only quote unquote here for it to get close to Tom. So it wasn't like I was really here for it. Mm-hmm. I was just trying in the name of reparations. <laughs> I was trying. Oh, he's a pie cap. Ugh. A who? Ugh, he's a pike. That's bad. Fraternity. Ugh. Chester's? Chester. He went to college? <laughs> <laughs> he went to Northwestern University. Mm. He studied theater. You'd think he'd be a better actor. You would think. Mm. You know... When he started talking in his regular voice, when he was like, guys, blah, 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 about how everyone should get the this vaccine, I was like, see, this don't make no sense for you to be doing all this extra that you're doing about white boy summer. I'm just mad. I can't. We need to talk about something else. He was in Shameless? As who? Charlie? He had a seven episode arc. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And I mean, this was before we knew who he that was. That was before we knew who he was. Now I feel like I gotta go back and watch it. What what season? It was from 2016 to 2018. So I don't know what season that was. But I was just like, oh, he was... There are so many people on that cast. They know. really did. And I cannot wait for the last season to come out on Netflix. I haven't watched... I mean, I know it's over, but I think I stopped watching after Fiona left. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought the last season that's on there was going to be the last season. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be. I was so pissed off at how it ended. So I'm glad they're doing this and I hope it ends better. Oh, you don't know how it ends? I read how it ends. So I, I, I don't I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to. Because I don't remember either. So it doesn't I don't matter. I want to know. I want to see it. Just, just like Shit's Creek, Kim's right. Convenience. Yeah, I still haven't finished watching Shit's Creek. Which right. someone's was like, oh, it's so overrated. And I'm like, I don't think that it's overrated. I just think that it was so different, which is why people enjoy it so much. And especially people who have always kind of felt like they were different. Oh, I remember him on there now. Let me see. Is there a picture of him as the character? Yeah. Okay, so you know, you know the girl that works at the diner that Lip was into? Vaguely, yeah. With the little boy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her baby daddy. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize that was him. Wow, he looks so different. He does. Yeah, I didn't know that. 
I didn't realize that was him. Nope, didn't even realize. Didn't even trigger or register. And now look, I, I, I'm just like, I don't understand. I mean, that character is very fitting because that is who he is. Yes, but I mean, in the sense that it's like, was he sitting around one day and was like, nobody is talking about me. Nobody is talking about White Boy Summer. I'm going to pop off and say something stupid. Because I feel... He is like Demi. Oh, yeah. In the the sense that Demi, when they feel like they aren't being talked about or talked up, in my opinion, just comes up with some random bullshit about their lives. Not bullshit, but like, hey guys. Or not even about their lives. Yeah, just in general. Just they, in general. They have to Always want to be starting shit for no reason. They want to be starting something. Nobody asked you. Nobody. Like, so you dissed what happened at Lollapalooza, but you went and played... At a... At a music festival. Make it make sense. Not everything is about you. Yeah. Ever since, and I... And they weren't as loud and out here and saying everything that crosses their minds before that they well the engagement but it was the it was it was the engagement and then it was oh guys i'm living with my female best friend oh guys guess what i'm non-binary and it was like we don't care though Live your life, but honestly, I do not care what you're doing, and I think what you're up to. It's none of my business. I think we wouldn't be annoyed with them if everything wasn't such a big production That's leading true. up to them like mm-hmm. coming out as nine, non-binary. Because that whole their whole announcement about them being non-binary, I understand the significance of it. My issue is everything. Everything. I just don't is know a big theatrical production. And I hope, I hope, I hope it's not something that's being used for clout. Queer baiting. That's my, that, that's my only. Yeah, that's. I want, it's, I wonder. I want it to be genuine. I. I hope it's and not I, queer I don't, baiting. And I, it reminds me. And it's me, not my place to say. It reminds me of college. Where every girl was like, I'm bi. Are you though? Or are you just seeking attention? And then most of them were not. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Because I actually know some uh, some bi people. So if you feel like you would need somebody to talk to, right. you can talk to them. And then the next thing you know, it's like they, how do you, it's like, or if I ask you, I'm like, okay, so have you ever actually dated a woman? No, I just find them attractive. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're bi. Right. Just so we're clear. Have you ever dated a guy before? No, but I find them attractive. Okay, well, that doesn't necessarily you mean that you're bi either. Attractive without it, like without it, your sexuality. I'm like, here's my question: Do you want to have sex with a man? No, nope. then you're probably not. <laughs> you're probably just lesbian. There's lots of like females, and I'm like, wow, she's really attractive. Right. Doesn't mean I want to go. No, not even remotely. Make bumpsies. No, not even no. No. It's not in my, like, you can find a woman attractive, but it's like, it's like I knew, I knew a person named D. Mm-hmm. D had very masculine energy. Right. Um, <clears throat> D considered herself a stud. Now, this is before people really were talking like about. Like what studs and all that stuff. Or was. non-binary, you know. So, D was like, whenever I was around D, it was like being around a dude. Right. Seriously. D's like, you got to come over to my place. I just got a new place. I was like, yeah, okay, cool, sure. Right. I got over there. 
being seduced? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like I was like I was like wow it smells amazing here. It's like oh yeah I got these um weird musky candles. It smelled like a like a like D tried it. It it smelled like mm, old spice and oh. there's something like old wood. Yes. There's something about that smell. I'm just like, yeah, this smells really good. Like I, ha- I have to like, I like that. I, like, I don't I like overly like, frilly I candles. Want it, I want it to smell like I have a man living here. Give me a little comfort. And see, my, my husband doesn't wear like cologne mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I like that smell. I do too. Because it's just also kind of a warming smell. It you is. Know? Um, and Dee was like, oh, I picked us up some dinner. I was like, I ate um, before I came here because I thought we were going to watch like a. Right. Like a movie. And she, and she was like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, if you get hungry later, I was like, oh my God, it'll be later. <laughs> so Dee had um, a couch yeah. and a big comfy, you know, oversized chair. And I was like, it'll be the oversized chair for me. Because I was like already like, feel like this you're is, like, but I don't want to be rude because I may not, I don't want to read anything to it. Yeah, you're like, this is suspicious. Right. <laughs> so it's like, it's awfully dark in here too. <laughs> so I went and sat in the oversized chair and she's like, oh, do you want a blanket? I was like, no, nah, I'm good. So we watched the movie and Dee's like, oh, I mean, you can always come over here and sit on the couch. I was like, I'm comfy. Yeah. So we finished watching the movie and, there, and like, I didn't remember what movie it was, but there was a sex scene in it. And of course it's awkward because it's like. Because are they expecting like right and I'm that to be like ooh right <laughs> trigger and I was like no no um, but I'd never been seduced by anyone right. let alone a woman so uh, yeah so movie's over D's like oh I got you know whatever whatever you know um I and basically asked me if I wanted to smoke weed with her and I was like um I'm really boring and I don't do that right uh but thanks um <laughs> it's like midnight Woo, so I gotta go it. and he's like oh but I mean if you if you could say I was like I live I you know I live with my parents and so I got only a curfew or right whatever, and they're gonna be concerned um but yeah he's like well we'll have to do this again I was like I don't know why you would want to. <laughs> so the next next time I saw Dee, Dee was like, oh, man, I, you know, I just hate that you left so soon. I was like, I'm going to just say this, and I hope it doesn't come off. It well. doesn't come off, but um, I'm not gay. Dee's like, oh, yeah, I know. I was like, oh, okay. So I see the challenge here is the, the whole straight girl thing. I'm not, I'm not here with the shit. Right. Sorry. But we could be friends. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, when I just don't. Please stop hitting on me. Like, it's just like it's it's never gonna it's, go it's, anywhere. And it's, no, it's not. Why tricky. waste your time, like, on me? It's not tricky, but it is because you still want to maintain a level of friendship. But also, I didn't. But you want to respect was your I, boundaries. But also, was I? I also was like, am I reading the situation? Right. Or am I overreacting? Because I had one of those with a co. Yeah, coworker. Like, I trained her and everything. She was new. I trained her. Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay, you know, I'll buy you dinner or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. We can order dinner, like, one day when we're at work. She was like, oh, no, I want to take you out. We ain't got to do all that. (laughs) Right. And I'm, like, thinking, oh, no, I'm just really busy with work or my Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, like, one day I was like, oh, you know, you know, since I'm from New York, I could be your apple and you can be my peach. And I was like, okay. 
<laughs> there really is no other way to take that. Um, that's not what this is. <laughs> right. Thank you, but no thank you. Um, then I moved to a different store, mm-hmm. and she found whatever excuse she could to come see me at my store. I'm having trouble. Can you help me? I need a little more training on this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Yeah, but it's like, uh, you know, it's funny because it's like, you don't really think about that stuff. And then you think back and you're like, huh, I was in like eighth grade and there was a girl and she was what we would consider now, you know, back then a tomboy. Yeah. Dressed like the dudes, whatever. I also wore oversized FUBU t-shirts. So it didn't I had my Tasmanian devil you know? baseball. Right. I'm just like, did my mama watch that every day? I feel like I wore it every fucking day. My mom would go to the quote-unquote hood mall and buy me like <laughs> Mecca t-shirts, FUBU t-shirts. I had them in every color. Right. I was like, this is probably why people thought I was gay. Right. Because I didn't wear what like spaghetti strap tanks but and had all we that. Worn so. that we, like, well, I don't know about you. I would have been like, oh, I, wouldn't, I wasn't allowed to wear that. What that? Because I, I didn't. My parents didn't want me to be a fast girl. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What they call. And then two, I was bigger than the other girls. Yeah. So I would have been picked on because even though I wore shorts as a kid, I had this guy Brandon Gray who called me Thunder Thighs oh, all yeah. in fifth grade. Yeah. I was called Missy Elliott for years. I did not let that offend me because in my mind, I'm like, but Missy Missy Elliott making the hits. Right. She got the money. She can't stand the rain. Right. I've walked down the hall. They'd be like, they'd be like, super duper fly. And I'd be like, yeah, okay, I guess that's me. I don't. But you went to a PWI, right? (laughs) Yes, of course. Did you really look like Missy or did they not know any other black celebrities? They they didn't. Because I got Oprah. Yeah, they didn't know. Missy was popping at that time, so. Oprah. Yeah. Yeah, what you get? But there was a girl, and she was like, oh, um, because I, I remember one day, it never gets cold in Florida. Yeah. But there was a, it was chilly, and I didn't have a sweatshirt. Football game. Hey, oh, you can just wear my, you know, and everybody knew mm-hmm. that that was her coat, because she wore it every day. Right. And I remember I wore it and I had it for like three days. I washed it and wore it and all this other stuff and just never really thought about it and then went to give it back and someone's like, oh, you got so-and-so's jacket? And I'm like, yeah. They were like, oh, so. Which is weird because like I've Y'all together? Plenty. And I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> oh, because, okay. Oh, yeah, it. that's not. Mm. That's not how it works. Homeboy gave me his FUBU shirt to wear. Can y'all think that I'm like fucking a football player <laughs> Ooh, okay since we're here so my time in high school i was a trainer for mm-hmm. the football team which i'm like i i can ace bandage wrap things right. and put uh band-aids on but it was like water girls trainers right why they would let high school girls be trainers i do not know one girl she was promiscuous in high school but she had a lot of daddy issues she slept with quite a few people Mm -hmm. on the football team and i just was the one with the car Mm -hmm. so i would have to pick her up but i would also have to pick up whoever she was fucking right and take them because they gave us 30 minutes for break and she lived down the street from the school so i have to go drop him off go pick him up whole thing 
I'll never forget. I was in there with the football team all the time in like the training rooms and stuff. And like, you'd have to fill up the ice tubs and they'd have to get in the ice tubs and then you'd have to rub the ointment on their thighs. And I'm like, they let y'all do that as too? Yes. Had I not, had I, <laughs> with no, like, coach, no supervision. They didn't have that at my school. Girl. We had, I, we did have a trainer, and he was a grown-ass man who fucking <laughs> half the basketball bet, team. I Obviously bet. not me. And I'm like, and now I'm like, well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Probably because my parents kept putting me in Tweety Bird shit, but. <laughs> I gotta forget, like, oh, man, this, this water is so cold. You should come over here and feel it. And I'm like. No, I'm good. Right. I was very much the good girl to my counterpart who was, because they just assumed that we were both the same. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Like, there was one guy in the football team that I had a thing for who never tried it. Like, he was very respectful. Respectful. And he did pull a hamstring muscle. And so I was like, now, I'm like, you can do this yourself or I can do it. And he was like, oh, no, you can do it. And, like, I literally had to rub his thigh I wouldn't, I wouldn't with this, this ointment. And you're just, like, trying not to, like, make, make eye contact. contact. I don't even like having eye contact. And we didn't have phones. Do. So, you know, it's, you know, because this was 98. Yeah. So he's just, like, sitting there and, like, you know, I'm rubbing his thigh. He's, like, looking up at the ceiling. And I'm, like... <laughs> really trying to focus on this right. eye muscle but like you because they're in a towel and you just keep looking over and I kept seeing like the towel move and like him trying to adjust the towel and I'm just like um are you okay and he's like it, it's just a little awkward it's so he's like it's it's just um it's a little awkward that was like I, I I know and I'm almost done and he's like I mean you can take your time I was like no 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 I'm almost done because this the the cream the ointment is like icy hot yeah like times 10 so it's burning Burning. yeah and I have gloves on and I'll never forget there was one guy I had to do that too he was serious horned up and he would just take the towel off and he's like you know if you want to move over here and I was like with this stuff I would have just done it and he would have had his lesson learned you want me to put this on your dick he's like maybe not that I was like you nicer than me yeah because you know, I was the sweet one. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, burn, bitch. <laughs> I was the sweet one. I wasn't going to give handies in the training room. Oh, I was going to give a handy. No, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, that wasn't. What a swipe. I was so, quick. like, you know, I was the big girl in high school. So it was just like, I don't want to be the big girl and the hoe. Yeah. Or the one they fuck, but they don't talk to in the hallway. Whereas, right, exactly. <laughs> Where it was like, if I'm the friendly one. They'll still, they'll talk to me and wave and, like, do the yeah. whole, like, sisterly hug in the hallway and stuff, and you still feel kind of cool. You're the homie. But as soon as, like, you start fucking them, they, they don't want to see you in the hallway. And they don't want nobody to know you fucking. No! So. Have I been, and it's the whole, and it's so funny, because it's like, I have been, like, pushed up against walls and, like, almost, like, but I'm not. Right. What is sex? Like, I don't want it. I don't, if this is it, I don't want it. <laughs> well, my mama told me lies about how easy it was. Well, it was easy, but like how <laughs> you can get pregnant yeah. growing up. So that carried on until I really like figured it out. I think that was, my parents never had to talk with me, but I always just was like, God, I don't want to get pregnant. Right. And my mom, she knows I don't like needles, shots at the time. <laughs> so she's like, if you get pregnant, you're just going to have to get all kinds of shots. I didn't want to be like a teen mom. I think that was like, because I'm like, I 
don't, I'm ba- I'm still a child. Right. Like, <laughs> there was no way. There was no way. You know, fucking You know, way. and I, I went where I went, and I've seen probably way too many penises in my lifetime to have not, like, actually done anything with them. But right. there was a guy, my freshman year of high school, he dropped his towel, flaccid, his penis was to his knee. That was enough for me to be like, You're you like, know what? I'm good. I'm good. That's a lot. I know. That's a so lot. Supposed to go whip? No. All the way up into my throat. No, there? thank you. <laughs> I don't think so. Repeatedly? Oh no, 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 no. no. Mm. Mm. There's stuff in there that needs to stay in its yeah. place. I was like, if my vagina could like sew itself up, I, think I can it barely did. put a tampon in. Like, just no. I can't even. No. no. I well, I wasn't raised on tampons. I wasn't here. I tried it once, and I was like. I, I got a box and tried it myself and was like, this is the most uncomfortable thing It ever. was. And I felt like if I sat down, it would torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> and it like, granted, I was wearing pants, but in my mind, I was like, this shit's going to torpedo and poke someone in the eye. <laughs> Don't Ooh. know how. This is the last thing because okay. we're going to wrap it up. But it, this reminds me. I saw a video. We've had a very weird conversation today. <laughs> Too much talk of minstrels. Um, where she collected the blood from her diva cup. I'm already grossed out. And mixed it with water, uh, I think. Uh, uh, and ooh. stored it in a Tupperware container. Ooh. And poured it all over her plants. Uh-uh, nope. As natural fertilizer. Nope. And I'm like, although... Mm-mm. And someone's like, well, you know, the Gullah people and people in African nations have been doing that for years. And I want to say, I understand that. However, however, it is not necessary. It's not me. For us to do. Just like a lot of people eat their placentas thinking that it's going to help with postpartum depression. They have not actually proven that to be true. Animals eat their placenta to get rid of the scent of birth from their predators. We don't have to do that. Right. Mm. You know what? They just colonized that it's, whole idea and just made it into what they wanted to. Yes. But I saw that and was like, <laughs> the comments were like, so this chick squatted over a Tupperware container? I don't, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not collecting my menstrual blood. I was with Diva Cup, but that's because <laughs> me personally. I can't do the Diva Give Cup. Give me my always with wings. Thank you. Overnight, to be please. Always. Overnights, please. Don't give me no Kotex or any other brand. God, Kotex? Oh, God, no. Or whatever other shit they got. I don't even know what else. What I don't, else I don't know are. either. Because I literally It's only always. It's always. I know where If you don't are. have it, I'm going to I another store. Want I don't it. want I tried, store brand. I tried an no natural equate. brand one oh, time. God. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and that you whole tried. half minus one is still sitting up there. <laughs> You did try to all granola with your pads. Uh, I was like, gonna, is it made of burlap? That's like, going to be fuck? the kind that I give out to my enemies when I'm out in public and their period starts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the always will stay with me. I just and, can't do that. I'm know. too much of a, like, a neat freak when mm-hmm. it comes to my hands yeah. being... Cause culinary school. Yeah. That I can't... A diva, this is probably also why I don't do tampons either. It's just... Mm-hmm. It's the touching of the stuff. Well, okay, so think about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. You are touching, if you do this in a public bathroom, you are touching nope. the door. And then you're... I, I almost threw up. Sorry. And then you're... 
Now, it just sounds like an infection waiting to happen. So much work. It's so much work. And I'm done. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of The Social Drinkers. I probably should have put a disclaimer at the beginning of that story. We'll just put a disclaimer in the beginning of the, in the, in the episode description. I don't know what that disclaimer is going to be. But I don't either. Follow us on... Forget it. I apologize. Yeah, follow us... natural. On the social media at the.social.drinkers. Email us at socialdrinkerspod at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week.